Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. Thank you for finding us on either WS Radio's app or the many streaming services. Check out our Facebook page, uh, which is Computer Technology Radio. And also, Marsha, if they want, they can hear us on Twitter. And how is that done? Well, I got to admit, it sounds so much better when you hear it on iHeartRadio and iTunes and all that. But we have a self-hacked Twitter stream. And that is Kurt Boothman is helping put it up from our live broadcast. So look for my account at Marsha Collier, hashtag tech radio, and you should be able to find it. We're on there and on there now, and you'll be able to hear it all week. It's kind of interesting. I leave the part one of the show up almost all week, and it was we generally get a thousand new listeners every time. And the yeah, count is great. right out there for everybody to see. So, yeah, it's Excellent. great. Excellent. Well, thank you uh, for all those you those of you. Uncle Bill is here today. I see. Uh, and let's see. Hey, uh, you, Jim Katzman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, welcome, and uh, thanks for joining us as always. How was your week? Um, uh, you always ask me that every week. I do. How was your I do. week? Yeah. And? I don't know. It was a week. You know, got stuff. Nothing done. exciting. Nothing. Do you have something exciting you want to talk about? Let me think. Um, <laughs> do I have? It was a quiet week. Uh, nothing too exciting. I am coming up next month for uh, Dr. Robert, I think it's Robert Sapolsky, who should be interesting. He's the billed as a comedian neuroscientist at the Distinguished Speaker Series in Los Angeles. I don't know what a comedian neuroscientist is, but he uh, a lot of scientific stuff that he looked into the behavior of animals to see how it related to humans and such. So that's coming up for me. So that should be kind of fun and exciting. Uh, and other than that, no, pretty quiet week, I think, for me, too. Nothing exciting. Didn't go anyplace. Well, um, you know, I think right now what's trending everywhere on the Internet, and I know this is tech radio, but science is kind of tech. Oh, yeah. So the Wuhan virus in China. Scary stuff. Um. You know, there's a lot going on and a lot being, you don't know what's politics, what isn't politics, right? Right, right. Yeah, for <laughs> I sure. mean, you don't know what's, but we see videos, we see people, and it's absolutely made. Have you ever had bad pneumonia, Mark? Uh, I fortunately have not. Okay, well, when you have bad pneumonia, and anybody can relate, when you have it, you see these videos of the people with the coronavirus, and they're just wa- shuffling along in the street, and then they just collapse. Right. And that's you feel the same way with ne- bad pneumonia. Oh, for sure. Um, it's it's pretty much expanded around the world. Uh, three in France, two in the U.S. Um, uh, Thirteen seventy-two. Now these numbers, I don't know. They come from the World Health Organization. Right. We don't know, honestly. If I was China, I don't know if I'd be sitting around counting these people because from the videos mm-hmm. that I've seen on Twitter and on WeChat, um, obviously I don't speak Chinese, so WeChat is a little difficult. But I can see the misery and the difficulty. Because oh, remember, there's no cure for this. Yet. Remember that, no, Mark, 
There's no cure. It's a virus. Right. Antibiotics are of zero use against any form of virus at this point. We don't know how to fix a virus. It's the same with viral pneumonia, which a lot of people are also coming down with. Researchers studied a family of seven people in Shenzhen, five of whom had traveled to Wuhan, the center of the outbreak. Two of them came into contact with an infected relative in a hospital. They kept testing this family And days later, after they flew home, they found that six members of the family had gotten the coronavirus, including Mm -hmm. one who had not gone to Wuhan. So it shows that the coronavirus is able to transfer between person to person, at home, in a hospital, on the street, wherever. Um, Someone who did a quick study says this is exactly what makes the new disease difficult to control. Um, It's... Symptoms are the same as walking pneumonia, and there's videos of people in the stores. The shelves are emptied because they've sealed off the city. Um, uh, The U.S. just has a plane coming back with our diplomatic corps to get them out of there. Mm -hmm. You might be interested in seeing China is building two hospitals. Yeah, I saw that. And the goal uh, is to, like, did you see the videos? I see the videos, but I saw that they were building the two, which will be done. Well, in they're like building a month, the I two hospitals so, yeah. with a goal to have them done within a week. Oh, was it a week? Yeah, a week, and supposedly it'll be finished within days. And I saw the videos of the Earth Movers. You know, um, we all, a lot of people in this country say bad China, bad China. But when they want to build something, it's not going to like going to the L.A. building department. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they'll put it <laughs> with, up with all our. They want to build something, it's being done. And I just pray for these people. It is the Lunar New Year, the Chinese New Year. Um, The government vowed on Friday that they would finish building the hospital in 10 days. But what can they do? This is the problem. There's videos of nurses and doctors just breaking down after their shifts, crying. Because there's nothing you can do. All you can do when someone has the flu, what does the doctor do? Tell you to drink liquids. Yeah. Stay in bed and, and rest. And I mean, then to put it in die. perspective, well, to put it in perspective, apparently the, the 26 deaths out of 800 reported cases is a 3% mortality rate. And we have in, in the world 1% flu deaths or 400,000 deaths globally a year so and they are saying the three percent may be over uh, rated because a bunch of people haven't reported it so they've only got 800 reported cases so they're saying it's not a panic situation uh but they do say that the world health organization will likely declare the outbreak to be a public health emergency um and i think we're doing everything we can possibly do to isolate they closed disneyland in china that's totally the government line i am online right in front of my eyes right now Airport is closed. Public transport is disconnected. People are panicking. They want to evacuate students from the universities, but they can't. Uh, There's people. It's just horrible. It is not under control. And those numbers, I think, are very, very low that they're saying. Um, According to what was this uh, tweet here? There are more than 100,000 infected, and they're showing tweets from somebody. People are dying in front of our eyes. 
Um, hey, hey, well, let's not panic, everybody. There's a lot of misinformation. Yes, there's a lot of not, misinformation. Let's not panic, everybody, and say that this is an epidemic yet. Are, are you in an, Wuhan? Oh, it no, if I were in Wuhan, no. It is an epidemic in Wuhan. Yeah, Marcia, I mean, Marcia, we're talk, Marcia, we're not talking about in China. We don't want to panic people in the United States over this, about it's here, because it isn't. Got it. Yes, Got I would it. not that, want to be in that China. That is my point. I'm saying yeah. pay attention to the news in China, hey, because like, these people, and take a look at the videos that's really happening, not the uh, government line. Hey, guys. <laughs> well, you can never you can never believe anything yes, wait. that you, you see. Uh, go ahead, wait. Yeah, if I can just throw this in, um, just uh, Americans really don't, I don't think, understand China and the scale of things, right? Right. And so, well, you know, definitely it's not like 50% of people have it, but, you know, there's a sizable percent or, you know, there's a a average percentage or whatever. But the point I want to make is the scale of things. Um, New York City has 8 million people. It's the right. largest city in the United States. We hear cities in China, and we're probably thinking like half a million people or something. Right. Wuhan right. is 11 million people. Wuhan right. is bigger than New York City, and they've shut down that And Los city. Angeles, put together. Yeah. Put together. And, and it's right. just one of the cities. So I, I'm not wanting to scare people that, like, oh, my God, pandemic killing everything. But I want people to appreciate how how populous china is oh, and when absolutely. they're talking about shutting down a city these are cities bigger that dwarf our cities you know by a scale by a magnitude or whatever right exactly exactly and of course thank god it isn't here but i want you to know that i'm going to be rethinking going to uh, uh mobile world congress in barcelona i'm going to be watching the news because if it is passed that easily you never know what it's going to do. Oh, yeah. You, you just probably not a very good time to travel, certainly to China and to other foreign countries at this point. Uh, they've, they've restricted the airport. They were taking, I read an article about them. Uh, someone took their, uh, as they were getting off of a plane, they were taking their temperature to see if they had a fever. So these, well, you, know, you want to know something things. interesting? They do that when you get off a plane and go to China any time. Well, that's interesting. Every time that. I get off the plane and go to China, really? they have those little laser pointers. They, and, and of course, that stresses you even more. You're getting off a right. plane. You're sweating a little bit. You're thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to be sick. They're, they're going to right. take my temperature. But they take everybody's temperature when you come across that border. I've been many times, and they don't want sick people in their country. I can't blame them. I can't blame right? them, nor do we. Nor do we hear. So, so uh, yeah, that is that is a pretty common thing over there. I was freaked yeah. out when it happened to me. Wow. But let's All get right. to some uh, interesting yeah. news. Yeah, more stuff. Yeah, you know, this was this was interesting out of Sprint. I have uh, had several, at least twice, and it was in a two-week period of time. I dropped my phone and broke the screen on my phone, and every time it cost me at Apple one hundred and thirty dollars to fix it. Apparently, Sprint is cheaper now. Now, it doesn't work on your iPhone. It works on certain Samsung phones. But 49 bucks to fix your screen, that is very inexpensive considering what it costs to normally fix your phone if you break your screen. Uh, and apparently it's the Gal- what, Galaxy Fold, the Samsung phones, and a few. Maybe they'll expand it to other lines. The only thing I don't know about this is does, does that in any way violate your warranty? Because, you know, these companies are very tricky about stuff. 
And if you have something fixed outside, they tell you your warranty is um, void. So I don't know if that's you know, the case here. We could probably get into a whole discussion of the world of leasing, that you and I buy our stuff because we like right. to own our stuff. But how many people really buy their own phones anymore? Yeah. How many people get that free phone that lasts through the contract? Right. Sure. So. So it's a whole different thing. Now, Sprint is only running this promotion through February 9th. So if you have, uh, I've tweeted the article this morning, if you have one of these Samsung Galaxy phones, get mm -hmm. it over there. Yeah. It's almost worth breaking your phone just so you can have it repaired for $49. I was thinking that, you know. Yeah, we might as well take advantage of this. Otherwise, how yeah, can right? we? Yeah. Right? So anyway, that's a good deal. Well, you know, hopefully somebody will get it cheaper. And uh, but it is ridiculous, and that's why, you know, people take the Apple uh, Care policy, which is expensive. It's like two hundred bucks, but your phone is like thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars. So, uh, you know, it fixes it. And I can't remember if there's a charge when you have the. I think there is a small charge, even if you have the the uh, warranty with Sam with uh, uh, Apple, but not as expensive as it actually costs. So that's nice. Hmm. Uh, well, you and I have been talking about home DNA kits for years now, and we've talked yeah, well, about... Yeah, somebody... Wait a minute. We've been talking about it, what, for five, six years at Oh, least. easily, yeah. And it's like somebody finally listened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, what was the story? The DNA si well, the kit sales were Well, 23 and me are laying off 100 people, right. which is sizable. It's not a big, giant company. I mean, how many yep. people they need? Um, because people are not doing the DNA tests anymore. Right. I mean, with the number of crimes that have been um, proven through these, I don't know what they call them, they're, you know, DNA pools that somehow all this data falls into. I'm saying falls because it's obviously a mistake because they promise privacy. <laughs> right. Um, and it's just they're being used in drug development trials. So you don't know what your DNA is being used for uh, because when you sign the thing, it's, you know, oh, it's anonymized. Well, it may be anonymized, but they're still using it. Right. <laughs> and well, people have just kind of stopped using these tests. Yeah, and the CNA, the CEO of the company actually said the privacy issue is why they feel. Now, they also talk, she also talks about the fact that there's no repeat business, and that's true. I mean, if you've had yeah, your I DNA done. Yeah, I mean, how many done, times you need this done? <laughs> you don't do it over. You know, my sister has done this, for example, and found family members. I mean, I think it's a unique and interesting thing to do, and if they could figure out a way to do it and protect our privacy, I don't think it's a bad thing, but it's probably going to hurt that business. You know, um, the company called GSK pledged a $300 million investment in 23andMe uh, in 2018. So whether that's going to be an issue, and I, I don't know how many actually other DNA companies are there. Do you have any idea? I mean, the 23andMe is uh, the They're about one. six. They're about okay. six. Because uh, we there have are done ones, it for... and it's interesting. We once talked about what the different ones test for, and maybe I'll dig up that information. We'll talk about it in a future show again. We have actually several times done DNA testing on our dogs to find out what their breeds are. You know, you do the same thing as you do with a human. You swab their mouths and you send it in and they give you the breakdown of, you know, what your dog breed is. Uh, and often you find multiple. And, you know, it's just for fun. It's not anything that's going to change anything in your life, but it is interesting to know what uh, that kind of stuff is. So uh, go, t go have your dog DNA done. Uh, okay, smart hardware expiring. What does that mean? Well... Let's talk about 
regular hardware expiring also. Okay. For instance, have you ever had an older tablet and all of a sudden you can't update it anymore? Right. You can't. Yeah, sure. So of basically it's expired. Mm -hmm. um, and Sonos has made it clear that you just don't own the things that you buy. Uh, there was a tweet from Matt Pedersen. He said, I've been investing in Sonos since 2007. Now they want to cripple my whole Sonos ecosystem and obsolete the rest of my devices. Do they really think a few years later I will now buy a whole 3,000-pound, he's from England, system from them again? Right. Absolutely not. And that is the point. The end of software updates for certain devices. You know, people just don't, you know, have tons of money and go out and spend thousands of this. They build sure. IoT systems over time. They right. add cameras. They do this. And it, it's amazing. $300 smart hubs are suddenly bricked when manufacturers is sold to another company. The other right. company just decides not to. Not to support uh, it, sure. Right. It's not, you know, gone are the days when you've got 100-year-old companies. Video game consoles lose uh, features after right. you bring them home, right? Books sure. or films you purchase, uh, you inexplicably lose the ability to access. Printers don't print without an ink subscription. We're going to talk about that. I mean, even iTunes took some of my original recordings and replaced them with some crap. I mean, what you own, you don't own. It's, well, it's just crazy. I mean, bear in mind also that it doesn't mean that these devices will cease to work. It simply means they won't be updated. So what does that mean to you? Well, the biggest issue that it means is if they're Internet-connected devices, there is hacking possibility and no security well, the, updates. the uh, smart hubs from Sonos were mm -hmm. bricked. Were bricked. They, they were unable to work at all? Period, yes. And the same thing is going on in our next story about ink subscriptions. So, Mark, yeah, it's not a matter of security. It's just they stop working. Remember Lowe's had the IoT devices oh, yeah. that they were selling? They sure. just don't work anymore. Yeah. So, well. no, it's not a matter of security or blah, blah, blah or company bullshit. Oops. Oops. It's <laughs> it is all about them bricking devices because it's inconvenient for a new owner to maintain mm -hmm. them. And well. The, yeah, we have to think about that. So the head of the Right to Repair campaign uh, said that Sonos' decision to leave consumers between a rock and a hard place is emblematic of a tech industry in which sustainability, security, and consumer rights are often distant afterthoughts. Yeah, which means you have to think about buying a device that does require you to connect to a server that's you know somewhere at the company. Because right, if you and are doing, boom, yeah. there goes my thing. All smart devices. <laughs> right, well, and that's a problem. You're right. That's a that's a difficult problem. Uh, HP, you found a story about HP and wants a monthly subscription to use their ink cartridges. Oh, and this was going off of Twitter. Like yeah, this crazy. is crazy. And, and I have seen this in action. Luckily, it hasn't happened to me because I won't click to subscribe to an ink subscription. Right. Uh, what happened is somebody was using an HP printer. Uh, I love HP printers. They work really great. Um, however, HP also has an ink, instant ink program, with, which lets people start a subscription so they never run out of ink. Sounds like mm -hmm. a great idea, right? 
technically it's related to how many pages you print rather than the amount of ink that's used or left in the cartridge. Right. I mean, how many times have you gotten the notice, running low on ink, oh my goodness, you're yeah, going to be running. And you go over and you look and it's just fine. I mean, I even have a laser printer that's an HP laser printer that's been yelling at me. Oh, we barely have enough toner to, oh, it's not right. going to work. Right. It's working just fine. But bottom line, people don't realize that this is an, a subscription, and it counts your your printouts. So somebody yeah, came to Twitter. Do, well, apparently you yeah. can do 15 pages per month for free. So if they are under that, then you're not charged for it. Now, I don't think I print because I don't use it here for business. We have a printer at the office. Uh, I don't think I print 15 pages a month. What about you? Yeah, I probably print. Sure. Sure. Um, I always do like a backup of uh, e-tickets on my phone in case something happens. Because right. once I checked in for an, on an airline and they changed the boarding time, and then when I went back, it had disappeared from my phone. <laughs> oops. Yeah, oops. So I always print out a backup copy of tickets and parking passes, things like that. So right. even just in that, it, it's just, you know, I do that. But basically, there's a $4.99 monthly charge from HP right. uh, that this guy saw for the Instant Ink program. He really didn't think nothing of anything of it, but he found that without the active subscription, his printer could no longer be used. It was bricked. So, so he couldn't go out and replace these nope. cartridges. How did the instant thing ink thing work? They sent you cartridges. What do they do? Yep. 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 So, yep. All right. So they sent you the cartridges. So, which then meant that if you just stop the subscription. And you went to the store and bought HP ink, it was not able to be used. Right. Uh, Instant ink is an opt-in subscription that you, quote, have to agree to when first setting up the printer. Now, I've never seen that. I don't know if you have, but I haven't. No, I haven't. Choosing to opt out at that point stops charges. Wait, you, you can opt out. Okay. You can opt out at that point. It stops charges from taking place. Okay. Um, that being said, the cartridge that comes loaded with the printer when purchased will work. Anyway, so people on Twitter were talking about this, and it seems their printers were bricked because yeah, they see, stopped I'm, the 4.99 subscription. Yeah, I, I, I don't quite get how that works unless there's some kind of different system in the printer that allows okay, you well, not yes. to use them. You don't li- do you live next to a printer? I live next in my office. I, do. I have this giant yeah, HP printer and yeah. it calls home. Like yeah. uh, uh it fires up and my, like it's going to print something but it's not printing something. Mm-hmm. It's doing something and I'm sure it's sending a report back to headquarters. So, yeah, you don't own anything anymore. They can brick it. Yeah, just uh, and connect. we've got to stop this. I mean, if you're going to pay for something, you ought to have the right to keep it and use it. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Um, that is, that's unfortunate. I've continued to use Canon printers, which is buy my own ink. Uh, they, I don't even yep. think they offer anything like that. So I will continue to do that. Well, I'm the most to... recent Canon printer that we got had seven ink cartridges. Yes. And it refused to, when one of them ran out, it refused to go. So. <laughs> you mean it, you, it wouldn't work, you're saying? It wouldn't work. 
Okay, I haven't run across that before with Canon. So In color um, mode, but yeah, there's all kinds of things. But real quick, we're running out of time here. Do you you have your Apple Apple Watch, right? I do. Soon you'll be able to walk into a gym, connect your Apple Watch to a treadmill, and earn cash back or I a like free it. watch just for showing up. Wait, I does thought that work you with would. racquetball too? I thought you would. It only um, helps me if it works with racquetball. It only works in four gyms right now: the YMCA, Crunch Fitness, Orange Theory, and Base Camp Fitness. Yeah, I don't have any um, of those. You're not automatically enrolled, but if you're a member of one of those gyms, you're going to have to sign up for the program. And mm -hmm. opt into sharing your data. Now, Mark, I know how you feel. You don't care. Your data's out there. But the day your insurance company gets information on your heartbeat, your right. respiration, in whatever you're doing at the gym, maybe, you know, it well, might yeah. not be such a great idea. I mean, look, it's not that I don't care. It's just that there are so many ways of getting our information today. I would like to have all control. It's not, you know, I don't want privacy. I just gave up trying to figure it out because one way or another, they're getting any data they want, whether it's through a breach or whether it's through sharing because we stupidly allow our devices to be shared. Uh, I just, yeah, I just stopped, you know. Okay, what am I going to do about it? So, well, so you well this you have to opt into. And right. Apple requires the gyms to offer an iPhone and Apple Watch app of their own for users to log in and track their fitness. Right. So gyms will know how much you work out using the watch. Mm -hmm. Apple also requires its gym partners to offer a way for users to earn rewards with their watches. Yeah, that's so what I was going to ask. What do they get? Gym, uh, they say it could be worth it. You might win cash or a free Ooh. Apple Watch. Ooh. Okay. Um, the point is that now you're giving your data to a gym as well as Apple. Right. Think about it, folks. Just think about it. How many people are you going to hand it over to? Yeah. That's, you know, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It but, you know, if, you, if it makes you happy, the person who wrote the article in Ms. Gizmodo was all friggin' excited about it because uh, he loves gamifying his life. And do just about anything for free shit. That's a quote. So <laughs> there you go. That's a quote. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, the apps are prohibited from sharing user data with third parties for advertising, marketing, or other data mining purposes. Now, remember what they said. That doesn't mean for insurance companies to check your health. There you so go. Be Bio week coming up. Don't go away. Bio we week so coming much. up. We'll be back. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen, and stand by for part two on Twitter, and click on part two if you're on one of the networks. We got a lot in front of us. This is the WS Radio you're Network. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Can you help a newborn baby in need? Sometimes the blessing of birth becomes complicated and perilous. Miracle Babies is there to help. Miracle Babies helps moms and dads give their all to their struggling little baby, but still need more. When you give to Miracle Babies, you help them give more. More skin-to-skin -skin care, breast milk, and love. Go to miraclebabies.org and give right now. Be their miracle.
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 